Hello and welcome, Atlanta United fans, Atlanta soccer fans, and Hudson FC family. My name is Kelly Francis, and if you've ever listened to me before, it's most likely been on Unrelegated, a soccer podcast that I hosted with Jay Riddle, where we talked Atlanta United, MLS, and pretty much all things soccer. Unrelegated was something incredibly special to me because it allowed me to meet and speak with unique people, hear their stories, and share our love of soccer and life together. Today, (laughs) I'm doing something very different, something new. And to be honest, I'm not even sure what this is yet. What I do know is that the focus of today's podcast holds a very dear place in my and probably almost every Atlanta United fan's heart. One of the people that I was lucky enough to meet while doing Unrelegated was Fran Otella the man behind the place that I and so many other soccer fans came to call home, Hudson FC. Hudson FC was an idea that Frank created, and it was incredibly unique. Hudson FC was a bar in Brookhaven that wasn't just any bar, it was a soccer-specific bar. And really, it was the first of its kind in Atlanta. It was a place you could walk into any day of the week, and they'd be playing soccer on one of the TVs. It was special because it didn't matter who you were, where you were from, what team you supported, or more importantly, what your dietary restrictions were. You were welcomed, and you were made to feel at home. And really, that all comes down to one man, Fran. Fran was always there, and he worked nonstop to make sure that Hudson felt warm and safe, and that it was a haven for any soccer fan in Atlanta to come to. Whether you wanted to watch soccer, talk soccer, eat food related to soccer, regardless, it was a home for soccer. Unfortunately, on October 20th, Hudson FC closed its doors for the last time at that location. Now, since we stopped making Unrelegated, I've spoken with a lot of people about how much I wanted to start making a podcast again. I miss talking to people. I miss getting to hear their stories. And to be honest with you, I was incredibly nervous about starting up again because I didn't know if I could do this or if people would listen to me. Sometimes when you're scared of doing something, life in a weird way gives you a push. And that's what's led us here to me sitting in my apartment with a mic in front of my mouth. The closing of Hudson FC was the push that got me here. It was something I was never gonna miss out on, the closing. And I was urged by numerous members of the Hudson FC family to come that night and interview people. People who had a real emotional connection to Hudson FC and to Fran. And at first, (laughs) I was eh, hesitant to say the least. I didn't know if I could do it. I didn't know if I could use the equipment correctly, even though I've used it many times before. It was a nervous feeling. And to this day, I'm actually shocked that I managed to record these interviews and that they came out semi, semi-sounding, semi-decent, semi. <laughs> and if any of these interviews sound weird or just sound different, it's because this is the first time that I'm legitimately doing this by myself. But there was no way that I wasn't going to do everything I could to give my love to Hudson FC and to Fran and to help on the closing of this chapter. There was no way I wasn't going to tell this story. 
and about what Hudson meant to so many people. So, what you're about to hear is a brief look into what Hudson FC meant to the soccer community and to the community in general as well as to the interviews that you're about to listen to. The first interview I did was somebody who <laughs> wished her name to not be said, but if you're involved in Atlanta United soccer supporter culture and you frequented Hudson, you'll recognize her voice. After that was a good friend and somebody you'll best know for telling you to open up your mouth and have a guaro shot. Guaro poppy. After that, I got to interview Sonia Martin, who was there literally every time I was there at Hudson and called it her office. After that, got to interview Tanner McLeod. I got to interview Grego from For the Culture. I got to interview Lisa Rotella, the first lady of Hudson FC, Fran's wife, about what it meant for Hudson to be closing and what it meant for her to see Fran go through that. But finally, the real interview and the only one that people probably really want to hear, I got to speak to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Fran Rotella. It's at the very end, so if that's really all you want to listen to, I get it. And you can go ahead and skip to that. But if not, I encourage you to stay and to listen, if you can, to what these people have to say about how much Hudson meant to them. Stay because the story of Hudson FC isn't over. And when one door closes, another one opens. And this, by no means, is the final chapter. It's just the start of a new one. So, without me talking you to death, <laughs> here are the interviews I recorded at Hudson FC. All right, guys, I can't tell you what, what scoop I just got because she has been almost impossible to get on a mic for the last year and a half I've been doing this. Uh, but I can't say her name because we've chosen to say she's going to remain, remain nameless. Uh, I am here at Hudson FC doing something that I've never done before in my life, which is run the podcast, a podcast, if any podcast, what am I doing by myself, by myself. Yes. And, and this lovely lady who yes. refuses to put the mic near her face. No. Has decided to join Running. me as my first, you're my first, you're my first guest. I am your first guest at the podcast that shall remain nameless. At Should, everybody yes. shall remain nameless at this point in time unless unless they allow me to say their names. Yes. It's top secret. Yes, it is Hudson secret. Hudson FC is not top secret. Correct. Though. Correct. It's been a staple of the podcast that used to be unrelegated. It was our home base. We were sheltered and, and kept warm and fed by Fran. That is correct. Uh, and loved by Fran and given a booth and, and even uh, a little plaque there yes um so the it's second been, booth, it's actually. been very dear, near and dear to my heart um if you haven't heard or if you do not know hudson fc is closing as of tonight tonight at the end of this recording yes uh how long has it been here i know that you'll know those answers how long has it been here and uh for your for your opinion what was the impact of this restaurant it's been here a little over two years and the impact of this restaurant really symbolizes what soccer and the soccer community is in Atlanta. It is a place where no matter what team you supported, no matter what kit you rocked, it was a place that you could call home. During any match, you could come and there would be 50 to 60 fans, some of them your closest friends, others 90-minute enemies. But it was a place where you could enjoy a pint, watch a match, and really just enjoy the spirit of the game. Now... In my opinion, within within the uh, the community of Atlanta and Atlanta United, this place has been a a, a fulcrum of 
not only one supporter group, but many. It's reached out its hand to, to offer a home, a place to watch games. Without this place being available now, where do we see, or how do we see that affecting the community? I think that's really gonna cause a massive void in the in the viewing community and also the participation of just fans not only for Atlanta United but primarily La Liga Liga MX because for any given match no matter what channel it was played you knew one staple Hudson FC was going to play it and there are lots of uh, clubs and support groups like the Chelsea Blues that call this place home there were definitely uh, some of the Liga MX clubs that came here when Argentina played in the World Cup, there was actually supporters here with drums and they actually were attempting to roast a pig outside. So it became home for a lot of people. And I think that void, even though there are other places to watch matches in the city, I don't think the special magic of Hudson is going to be replaced. I don't think we're gonna find that type of collective enthusiasm around one location that we see here at Hudson. Tonight we have fans from Atlanta United and also just across the city that are coming here to not only say goodbye to a place, but to show tribute to a great person that invited us all in and that's Fran. Everyone in Atlanta knows the guy with the mustache. And he the, is- the, the, what was that? Uh, the braided mustache? Yes, the yeah. braided mustache, yes. <laughs> And he has really turned something that was probably, in some executive's mind, a long shot into something really beautiful. And tonight is about supporting his efforts as well as those who came out and enthusiastically cheered and cried for, for their team here in this space. Now, you know Fran very personally, and you've, you've been a huge part of Hudson FC here. Every time I have come and recorded, you have been here. Uh, where is the future for Hudson FC? Because I know that when I just spoke with Fran, Fran said the facility is dead, but the idea is not. That's correct. So as of now, in talking to Fran, the idea is to give it a little time to kind of figure out a, a new location. But all of the memorabilia, everything that's in the place is going to be packed up and stored until they find a better location. And it is the goal to bring back even if it's under a different name, but to bring back this space somewhere else in the city. Yeah, and the hope is for them to pack all the scarfs away, and then when they open up again next year, we have another MLS championship scarf Absolutely. to hang. Absolutely. And even more placards. Well, thank you so much to she who shall not be named. Uh, I'm going to pull on some uh, extra friends here uh, and talk throughout the night, so stay tuned. We've got a lot of great interviews coming up. Awesome. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce parceros, you to, parceros, parceros. to somebody infamously known as Guaro Poppy. <laughs> Annabelle Roldan. What's going on, man? What's up? AKA Latin Heat. Yeah, there's a AKA, lot of names. What else have you been called over the years? Empanada Poppy. Oh, that's right, you have. I remember yeah. that. I don't know what else, but yeah. I think Guaro Poppy is the one that's that, really stuck. That's the stuck. one that took off, yeah, I guess. So for anybody that doesn't know who uh, Guaro Poppy is, he's the guy who walks around tailgates with uh, at least one bottle of Guaro. It starts with one, and, yeah. And uh, forces everyone to take shots, whether they like to or not. Forces is a strong word. You uh, strongly look at them, suggest they lean their head I, back, and you pour the shot for them. I ask for consent, okay? Into their open waiting mouth. I ask for consent. <laughs> I don't want you to think. 
This is turned. This has gone really. I'm this has gone a different direction. I'm just. <laughs> it's 2019. You got to come here. So you've you've been a guest on on relegated with us a couple times, giving your opinion about Atlanta United. Yeah. But you and I have never really talked solo, a solo mano and mano on no. a podcast, and this is or in real life to yeah, be honest. Yeah, or in real life, yeah, we're not I don't friends really, at all. The first time we met, to be honest. Who are so you again? I. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but I did want to ask you and talk to you about. One of the staples for Hudson FC, which most everybody knows about through all, you and I tagging it, multiple other people tagging this yeah. infamous meal, the spaghetti grilled cheese sandwich, which both you and I are going to have tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably so when was the first one. time you had spaghetti grilled cheese sandwiches here? Um, you want an exact date? I don't understand what that question exact is. Exact date? What you were wearing? So did the um, breeze hit you just right? Were we inside? Were we so outside? It was like, uh, I think it was like 75 degrees outside. Partly cloudy. Did you wear a light sweater? I I did. I started off in the morning, but then it got hot, so I took it off. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, no. But seriously, I don't I don't remember when exactly, but um, I just remember my first bite, and it was like nothing I've ever tried before. It was really amazing. Um, how it was a, how. How did you react when somebody told you they put spaghetti on a grilled cheese sandwich? Uh, intrigued, I guess, if I had to use a word. I think did I heard it from you first. Huh? I think I heard it from you first. I, yeah. Well, because I remember when I first saw it, I was like, that looks incredibly messy. Right. I don't know how I'm going to feel about spaghetti being on a sandwich. Right, yeah. But, I mean, I mean it made sense, right? It's garlic toast yeah. that I normally eat my spaghetti with anyway. Right, right. And then spaghetti. Carbs on carbs. Yeah, yeah, carbs on carbs. Yeah, it's. The and then carbs on the side with the fries. Yeah, of course. So that's or Brussels sprouts if you want to be. Well, yeah. I do love my Brussels sprouts. That's for sure. See, I know that. I know we just met, but I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that it's it's one of the staples of Hudson FC. It's one right. of the, it's one of the meals that has, started off the menu and then became on the menu. Yeah, it was like so a secret menu. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Outside of the spaghetti grilled cheese sandwich, is there any other staple? That you got here, something that you've ordered multiple times that that you love. I'm totally not looking at the menu. I mean, right I know now. that you've ordered their Philly before, which has been absolutely yeah, delicious. Yeah, that was good too. And actually, oh no, funny, um, their flatbreads were good. Yes. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they had a tofu flatbread. Did you ever try I, that no, one? No, I'm not. It was a, the tofu was dipped in almost like a, a Mexican style meat sauce. Really? And it was just delicious. I mean, the doesn't the that defeat the purpose of tofu to dip it in meat sauce? Yeah, dip it in that's yeah. The, 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 the dip it in meat sauce. So yeah. Well, I mean, not really. You're still mm. eating tofu, but that's been one of the things that Hudson FC has done, which I thought has been different from every other sports bar I've been to, is that they've tried different types of food and they've tried yeah. to present it in different ways. And so right, that's right. one of the things that I'm truly gonna miss. What else are you gonna miss about Hudson? Um, for me, I guess it's just the atmosphere. Like, you came to any game day, it was it was packed. It was you saw friends that you see haven't seen in a minute, or like, it was just a fun atmosphere. Everyone was everyone was friendly. Fran, like you know, he's everyone's friend. Him and his beard. His beard is his epic. beautiful beard. I, so envious. I wish I could. You're but not gonna I can't. grow out your beard. I can't. This is as what you see right now is as good as gonna get. So. <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right. Is there any, any other final words you'd like to say for Fran uh, as this chapter closes and a new one opens? Um, yeah, I just want to thank him for uh, for the concept. Like, Atlanta didn't really have, like, a specific sports, like a soccer-specific 
sports bar. So um, just having that in the community was just big. Uh, of course, it's unfortunate that it has to close down, but I'm hoping in the future that it comes back. And I know if anyone could pull it off, it's Fran. So awesome. That's well, it. Where can people follow you if anybody wants to find out where they can find Guaro Poppy? Oh, Guaro Poppy. Um, I guess on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at underscore Latin Heat. That's awesome. It. Yep. Thank you, Guaro Papi. Thank you, Kelly Francis. We look Kelly forward to Francis. talking to you at some point in time. Of course, again. yeah. Maybe was, not today or no. for a couple more months, but Probably. eventually. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Peace. <laughs> Bye. I'm just letting the moment linger, honestly, me staring okay. at you. I, I love it. I was, I was waiting until deeply. you felt awkward about it, and then, and then I figured I'd start from there. Hi, everybody. I'm Hi. with Sonia Martin. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Miss Kelly so, Francis. Legitimately, I asked you when we were getting ready for this if you worked for Hudson FC because every, literally every time I've been here, you have been here. I am here. I am you just live the here. staple. I, I do live here. I am the staple regular. Um, I do not work for FC, but um, I, it's almost like I do. It's funny because we group of friends and I hang out here a lot um, and we are at the point where like if we need ketchup we kind of just go over to the ketchup place and get it and we go back into the kitchen and grab water and it's wow. become yeah it's actually become a home so cheers my friends cheers yes so we're holding a glass of champagne here let's have yes. a sip yes sip for sip. there you go let's do it ah, probably here, here. in Sprite and just right as lively as this place is now the Long reason I FC. did, the reason I did think you worked here is because you have one booth in particular that you were always in, and yes. I've I just found out that it's called the office. It is called. Can the you explain office. the office to me? I can explain the office. There is um, a friend of mine and I. We work from home traditionally, and so we started coming in here during the day just to work. So instead of like your Starbucks or your coffee shop. We would come in here, you would have soccer games on, and it was a way to keep us connected to the game and work, and especially like World Cup and Rugby World Cup and you know La Liga games that were early or Syria A games that were early. Like this is where this community, this whole soccer community comes to watch these games. And it's one of the things that I think this community is gonna miss so much about Hudson is there's no there is nowhere to watch a midweek Liga MX game or right. a Serie A game and this place was it and you would come in here and there would be supporters from you know Tigres there'd be supporters from Serie A teams there'd be supporters Chelsea from supporters Boca Juniors yeah. you know I'm, I'm in the Chelsea supporters group right. so you know we were here every Saturday morning or Sunday morning wherever it was um, and even you know even if you know the Bayern supporters group is here you know the, so it leaves a huge void in this community, but let me go back and answer your question. Yes, so okay. <laughs> the, the office, um, again, started because we just started to work here and we would just occupy the same booth. It's the third booth over here on the left. And we would just set up our laptops and work and we would get our drinks and, and our meals and we would be here with Fran and Fran made it feel like home. So it wasn't you know working from home per se, but it was still working from home. Like he would right. come in here and we knew every bartender, every waiter knew us, every everyone knew exactly where we sat and what booth was ours. So yes, that it that booth will forever be the office, um, <laughs> and I am sad that this is the last day that uh, that we'll get to see it. So. The, the last day in this location. Correct. So there is some talk about you know the Metrotainment Group reopening this location somewhere else. It's always been a little bit of a tough location. 
Um, so fingers crossed that, that they'll be able to do that because I think, again, it's going to leave just such a huge void for the soccer community in Atlanta. I agree. Now, for someone who's been here through thick and thin, every day, rain, shine, monsoon, uh, blizzard, blizzard hurricane, storm. storm. Yeah. Uh, what has been your favorite moment, like your top moment? Oh my goodness. From this place. Yes, and it, it's probably almost self-explanatory at this point, but I was at the MLS championship game at Mercedes-Benz, and the only place I wanted to come to post-game was back to Hudson FC. So we literally got on the MARTA. We came here. I think it was 1 o'clock in the morning, and this place was packed out. And what? People, really? Yes, and people were going nuts and dancing and grabbing each other's shoulders, and beers were clinking like... It looked like Oktoberfest on drugs. It was insane. Like, it was the best night, and everyone was just so happy, and there is no unbridled joy that I have ever felt other than that night. It was amazing. That's such an amazing idea, because I, I had no idea that this place was so lit, because I would have come. Yeah. But after the MLS Cup, I mean, I went down to the Gulch. We, we right. partied a little bit more in the rain. We set off fireworks, and then... Yeah, that's such an interesting idea because when you really look at it, this place is a lot like a tailgate. Absolutely. There's people from every walks of life in yes. here all joined together for the game. Absolutely. The beautiful game. And the beautiful game, exactly. And you would have, and if you've ever come here for a watch party, I know, you know, Terminus Legion, some of the supporters groups do their watch parties here. Um, they'll have the drums and they'll have the chants and it's as close to a Mercedes-Benz atmosphere as you can get. And that night was just incredible and I, I don't even know what time I got home but it was amazing. So what's the future of your office for right now until your other your former office opens back up? This is a very interesting question. I, I don't have any plans. I might actually have to work at home for shame. What? I know. I know. I know. How awful uh, is it that? It is so awful. So we're working with um, the great Fran to see where he ends up next and maybe we'll we'll go wherever that is but uh, but looking for a new office currently. Now, Fran, as you said, is a good friend, a close person to you. Absolutely. What are some words you want to say to Fran as he, as oh. I've said before, closes this chapter and opens a new one? It's Fran is what makes this place tick. Fran is absolutely the heart of FC. He's the heart of the soccer community in this area. You walk through these doors in your home, and it's not because of the bricks and the mortar. It's because of Fran, and it's because of the heart and soul that he's put into not only this place, but every single person that walks through the door. Fran is irreplaceable. And it's it's going to be so sad that he's leaving this area and this community and hopefully we can get him back. You know, it's I'm I'm gonna miss him. He's you know, we're obviously still going to be friends, right. but it's it's different, you know, when we're not here and the office isn't gonna be here and um I, I just wish him the best of luck in his next adventure and Hopefully we can do um, Hudson FC 2.0 at some point. So. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. Uh, do you want to say your socials if anybody wants to follow you, <laughs> figure out where they can find you at your new office? Um, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is us. We've got a, a couple more interviews coming. I see some other people here that I want to pull in and start sticking a microphone in their face. Awesome. Um, but this thank you so again for, for jumping on, and thank you for always being here when I'm here, and thank you for of course. being a staple of this place just as much as Fran is, and, and I'm well, sure that Fran appreciates that. I appreciate that. it. Thanks for doing the podcast here tonight. I think this is important work, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, more cheers to champagne. Cheers.
I am overjoyed to be having a special guest, semi-celebrity, I think, truly. Lisa, hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Um, so, Lisa, you just met me, but I uh, used to do a lot of podcasts here called Unrelegated. Yeah. You had a booth. Yeah, right there. And you are Fran's wife. I am. And so, honestly, you're like, you're like the the first lady, if not better than the first lady, but you're, you are as much of a staple as this place as Fran is. And can I say, first and foremost, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for marrying such a kind and wonderful man. Isn't he awesome? He's, he's incredible. He's, he's just amazing. Yes. But also at the same time, being supportive and, and letting, because I know that every, every good husband listens to his wife, of course. But uh, for allowing Hudson FC to exist, and, and I know the support that went into it, and I know that that this closing might be a little sadding, but I know that around the corner, Hudson FC is still an idea and a possibility for the future. Do you want to say any words to that? I am, I am hoping, hoping, hoping that it will take root and blossom somewhere else. Yes. 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 Because an idea like this deserves to be held within the soccer world. Totally. Because it's totally. a place where anybody, no matter what fan you are, can come and watch soccer together in a home. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a home. Yeah. In a, you know, my definition back when I was 21, which was a thousand years ago, um, of a proper drinking establishment. Yes. <laughs> um, this meets most of the criteria. Yeah. Uh, one was be within staggering distance of the house. All right, so we didn't quite make that. Um, but two, it'd be warm and friendly and just the place where you want to hang out, whether, whether you're in for a hard night of drinking or whether you just want to hang out. Just hang. Just hang. And, and this is a place to hang. You know, it's kind of like Cheers that way. Yes, it is. Everybody knows you. Everybody's like, we're just glad you're here. We don't care. I didn't even make that reference yet to how this place reminds me so much of Cheers, but it absolutely does. Yeah. It's a place you walk in and everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name. You get a hug. You and get a drink. And the food is good. Yes. And, and, you know, the food is amazing. But Let's talk about that. So <laughs> Let's talk about food. He's a, yeah. I'm amazed I don't weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> Well, I actually just scarfed down a whole spaghetti grilled cheese sandwich in like a matter of three minutes. So I'm surprised I don't either. But for somebody that lives with the man who creates these ideas, what was your favorite creation for this place? I, I taste tested a lot of stuff. I taste tested a lot of stuff. Um, I do a lot of dishes at the house. Um, and I am a big fan of my, I'm, I'm here usually in the morning but sometimes in the evening um and i've had almost everything on the menu what's your favorite thing on the menu do you have a favorite i know okay. it's hard so being from philly i get the philly an awful yes. lot but right now they have the meatloaf the meatloaf cupcakes I'm sorry, they have a what? The meatloaf cupcakes. I didn't even know about that. Oh, those are awesome. Oh, God, I got to get one now. They're like they're like icinged over with potatoes and ketchup. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the meatloaf okay. cupcakes, yeah. All right, I'm going to order one literally right when we get off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Order a, a meatloaf cupcake. That's meatloaf so cupcake. fascinating. They're, they're, I mean, Where do these ideas come from? Left field. <laughs> it's all about left field. It's all about left field. Yeah. 
And one of these days, you'll have to ask him about the dessert sushi. The dessert what? Sushi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm bringing him on so I can I can make a note to ask about the dessert sushi because this the is the dessert sushi and uh, let's see, what was the winner? Um, well, there was the the dessert pasta with truffle meatballs. Okay. Um, and that wasn't even the winner. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, there was there was this. Okay, there was this lambic white chocolate truffle mousse um but i can't remember what else oh the the beer devil's food cake the duvel's food cake yeah um and my mouth is watering i'm sorry there, there's i mean this was and that's just some random thing that he was doing so of course being like oh yeah hmm, i'm competing let me think outside of the box there's a box over here and i'm gonna be over there so you know it's like um <laughs> uh, so the, the lamb chili with the black-eyed peas, that's right out of the box. What is everybody else not doing? I don't know. I mean, I asked myself about a lot of the things you guys make here. You guys made a tofu pizza that tasted like meat. And I'm like, why is nobody else doing this? I mean, it's delicious. And it, it, almost every single item on the menu is out of the box. The Brussels sprouts, I keep, I, he, t he keeps telling me how to make them. And I keep being amazed at how much I love them more and more every time I have them. And it's it's one of those things that like, I watch people who don't like Brussels sprouts eat the Brussels sprouts here, and mm. they're like, these are the best things I've ever had in my life. Popping them like popcorn. Yeah. You know, it's like, here, wait, wait a minute. I do, well, okay. I need another one, yeah. It's and insane. Then Spanish fries. Yeah. And then the Spanish fries. Poutine over, over oh, fries. My gosh, all of it. So good. So good. So good. I'm surprised I don't weigh 300 pounds. I know. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I, know. I mean, I, wow. What's, what's been your favorite memory? Because like you hear day in and day out, just like Brand has. So what has been your favorite moment from this place? Just, just being here on a given day. Okay. I, I've tended to, since I occur in the morning and then in the evening, I tend to miss the parties. I ah, miss the parties. Yes. So I miss the events. Um, but just, you know, being here on a regular basis, like the dogs out on the patio. Yes. You know, or folks just hanging out. Um, um, you guys, even though I'm just meeting you today. Yeah. You guys broadcasting from the from the booth. Right. Um, Thera and Thera and and uh, yes. Sonia in the, the office. office. <laughs> um, we just heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, stuff like that. Just the the little stuff that happens in between. Right. Well, I've asked this question now a couple times, but. Do you have any words for Fran or anything you'd like to say as the chapter in this building closes and but a new chapter opens soon? Okay. Any any passing words of wisdom, any mementos, any just trinkets of knowledge? He's my love, he's my best friend. He's my husband, which turns out to be a really good thing. I got so <laughs> lucky marrying this man. Um, I, 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 
tell him all the time. You know, he's he's an awesome and lovely and wonderful guy, and I love him dearly and yeah. completely and forever and stuff. And we're just ready to see him flourish in a place yeah. that will allow him to thrive and flourish as he yeah. does constantly. Yeah. Be the flower you are always are, just in a in a just sunnier spot. In a definitely a sunnier spot. Yes. Definitely a sunnier spot. Right. Need a sunnier because you know folks need to, but when they meet him, they know. Yeah. 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 So you know, just know it's like no, no, and he gives the best hugs. He gives yes. Sonia was. He gives I the agree. Best Undoubtedly, hugs. this guy man he just gives the best. Fran is the best hugger. I've ever met in my life. And you're not allowed to come hug me, Fran, while we're having this interview. Fran just came over and Lisa just gave me a Oh, and I get a kiss too. I feel so loved. Yeah. But and, and the critters love him too. I mean yes. they the you know the, the critters I mean our critters love him. Yeah. Other random people, you know, random critters out in the they love him. Nope. Everybody loves Fran. Yeah. I love Fran. Well thank you so much for joining me. It was so such a bright interview to have. I love hearing about the life that a person lives outside of what you see in a restaurant. So thank you for doing that and, and showing all the hard work that you and Fran have put into this place. We really so appreciate sweet. it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you again. I'm just sitting here staring at you eating at the moment. It's good I'm going to make this a really awkward, weird intro. <laughs> am, I, am I succeeding so far? So far, so good. Hi, Grego. What's up? Grego with For the Culture. Absolutely. You and I have talked quite a bit. Yeah. on uh, Unrelegated, my former podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not entirely sure what this is, what I'm doing, but I said that I would <laughs> I said that I would do something for Hudson because it was a place, it was a staple in my life and, and was a huge part of my existence in podcasting. So I yes. thought that doing something like coming today and recording something about Hudson was um, a good idea. Oh, we're cheering. <laughs> Yay. Oh, it's the cake. The cake. Do you want to take a pause for the cake? I will always pause for cake. We will pause for cake. 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 We're we're pausing for cake identification. Yes. Take your shirt off. And we're back. Oh, he's taking his shirt off, people. (laughs) That is not what you want in these streets. I was trying to compete on, like, trying to make my intro to you even more awkward than it was (laughs) last time, and I feel like I've accomplished that. With with Goro Puppy's help, obviously, but I, I've taken off my shirt one shirt time. Back on. Put your shirt back on, sir. I did it once at a game. That wasn't a proud moment in Black kids. History. Put your shirt back on, Grego. <laughs> Jesus. That wasn't a proud moment in Black History, so we, we, we don't we keep that to a limb to a you minimum. Do, you do. Uh, he he never took his shirt off, so it was the mere illusion of it. Yes. You can all stop <laughs> dreaming about Grego taking his shirt off now. Oh, it's in a, inappropriate, people. It's inappropriate. This is a podcast. I think this Pixar is a podcast, didn't happen. at least. or <laughs> <Pixar> didn't happen. <laughs> so, Grego. Yes. You and I did our first interview here at Hudson. Yeah, yeah. That isn't the first time I met you, was it, at Hudson? No. no. I thought I met you elsewhere. No, no you met me at, at, uh, at Tailgate before. Yeah. Um, I've know, gotten on your nerves before other places. I yeah, mean, for sure. You have to understand, like, when I'm at, when I'm at Tailgate, it's, it's funny because uh, Tim and Kevin, they were talking about me during a, um, during a Home Before Dark a couple weeks back. Yeah. You have to kind of, like, catch me for, like, 15 seconds, and then I'm, I'm zooming all over the place. Yeah. So for me, you know, of course, to, to meet you, to meet Jay, to meet Annie, you know, to meet everyone, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I, I, I touch as many people as I can. Not 
in, in, a, in a dirty way. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I try to reach everyone. So, you know, I, I've always been glad to meet you guys. I, I actually, our first uh, interview beyond our, our podcast was, was with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the first time I had to, like, run out because I was babysitting because I was doing it with uh with Oh, Earth. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I remember that. You had a, you had a uh, brief interlude. Oh, there for, like, interlude. 10 minutes. Didn't, yes. say, didn't say nothing. I had to Just leave. Just dipped. And, Just, uh, it was a quiet dip. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, I've, I've always enjoyed being here at Hudson, you know, whether it be for, for unrelegated or just watching for a game. I, I, I remember trying to watch um, the Copa Libertadores final the, uh, when it got canceled. I was like, yeah, like, it's a game, but then it didn't end up happening. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's always been good times here. So I've been asking this question to a few people now. What's your favorite uh, item on the menu at Hudson? Of course, it's the grilled spaghetti. Um, that that's like goes without question. I feel like question. it's a mandatory staple. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like the, um, the 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 Brussels sprouts. The Brussels sprouts are yes. incredible. Like me, I was never like out like when we were kids and people just talk about you know Brussels sprouts were nasty. I was like I wasn't that guy. Oh. And of course, right here. He literally just delivered you a grilled yes. cheese. Because that's how that's how I roll around these parts. Wow, wow. But, but uh, on cue, sir. On cue. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I was that kid. I love Brussels sprouts, so like I, I never had an issue with that. So yeah, uh, the, the, what they have here has always been good. I, I've never had a bad meal here. It's always always been good times and good vibes. And yeah, um, I'm sad that this particular location is going. I'm glad they're looking somewhere else because yeah, this I think there's better spots out here in, in, in Atlanta. So hopefully. They, uh, they bounce that pretty quickly. What's your opinion on how much Hudson means to the soccer community, not only for Atlanta United fans, but just soccer fans in Atlanta? I think that, you know, soccer in Atlanta is such a developing community that, you know. Developing in a way that, that it exists, but it's the, it's the outspokenness of it. It is growing, but yeah. I do feel like there has been soccer fans that have been here all along. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, absolutely. Maybe we've allowed ourselves to come out of hiding in a way. You know what? I, I, I said this um, a while back and with how Atlanta has kind of like brought a lot of people out of hiding because I think for the most part, you have, you have everyone – a lot of people from Atlanta who aren't from, from aren't from Atlanta. So there hasn't been anything here to bring us all together. You know, right. we're not all Falcons fans. We're not all Braves fans. We're right. not all Hawks fans. And United was is a team and an opportunity where people who aren't from here can say, "Hey, I have some from Atlanta that I can get I can get behind." Right. And on, and and also on top of that, you have the soccer fans who who weren't necessarily following MLS, they were like, hey, I can follow MLS, I can get behind uh, My local United. Team, yeah. You're basically knocking two birds with one stone. So I think that what Atlanta United has been able to provide is basically, it's been united in a whole lot of different uh, people and fan, and fan bases to where, you know, people that didn't know each other like three, five years ago, suddenly we're all like best friends and shit so yeah, yeah it's, it's been a great thing yeah i mean that's it's sort of in that way i i now room with uh tanner mm -hmm. uh, i never would have hung out with that dude ever in my life yeah you yeah. know outside of having to talk about soccer like, who would have been any without without Atlanta united who i mean that's a that's a good question i mean who would have gotten the services of guaro poppy had Atlanta united not existed who would have got that name set yes from ftc Let's talk about that. so i know that 
I, now he is, yes. <laughs> so even though we are talking about Hudson FC, I do want to talk about something that you are doing for the community. Yeah. Um, in allowing like the, these name sets and these kits and these jerseys, yep. and you are building a sort of culture around for the culture. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about that and about how the community now being what it is has allowed you to do that. You know, I, I think that what, what, got, what got me going with the name sets was I kind of got bored with all the MLS name sets. So I was like, you know, because like, I always took inspiration from the European Champions League uh, kits, how you'd have like one name set for the EPL and then you have a whole different one for the Champions League. And I was like, MLS doesn't really have that. And, and, and through that, I was like, what if we gave something that, that allowed people to have greater expression as far as their personal style, whether it be, you know, just what they do individually or if they want to represent their country, they want to represent their club in, in a different way than what their team offers. So that, that's really what it came about. I want to add some sauce, some swag to it, and that's kind of how that came about. That's part of what, how Florida Coaching really got off the ground. And, you know, we've been able to grow with that. We've, we've, we've taken, we've learned shit over, over the past year. Like, we're hitting our one year in, uh, next week, matter of fact. So, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, um, you know, we want to be able to continue that, you know, whether it's, you know, MLS, USL, NPSL, NISA, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever league, whatever country that you represent, we we can help. Um, we can help extend that expression onto your jersey and, and lace you up good. That's awesome. I love it. All right, uh, one, one or multiple or however you feel like you need to express yourself, but a, a statement to Fran and to Hudson on the closing of this chapter and the beginning of a new one. Say that one more time. The uh, a statement to Fran about the closing of this chapter and the beginning of a new one. It, it, it's just one step, you know. You know, some, sometimes you, you 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 have a great idea, and then you realize you either outgrow it or you need you need to find a different way to, to express it. And I think that with whatever Fran does, you know, I I think that he's tapped into something that's that's necessary for this city because like there really has there really haven't been that many soccer Pacific bars out here in Atlanta period so I think that don't don't give up on that there there is more than enough real estate out here to where this can thrive whether it be with Hudson or just on its own this is a good it's a good thing it's a good idea and just, just keep pounding at it all right. Uh, where can they find you on socials if you want them to find you on socials? You can always find me on socials because I got time for the smoke. <laughs> uh, you can find Florida Culture at FTCUTD. That's Instagram, Twitter, fuck Snapchat. We don't do Snapchat. <laughs> um, you know, or on Facebook, all, all that stuff. Snapchat uh, people uh, will be messaging you soon. Yeah. Saying, How rude. You know, there, there's, there's enough shit on, on Instagram. Trust me, we're good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, of course. You can find the name says at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Use promo code GUADOPAPI, and I get a cut, so just use that. <laughs> I love how my mic keeps getting stolen. I know, right? <laughs> wow. Who is that masked man? I have no idea. All right, thank you again, Grego, for all your help. Do you want to plug anything else? Are you good? Um, no. No, you're good? <laughs> no. <laughs> His shirt was on the whole time, everybody. Yes, no yes. No worries. You'll, you'll see right, pictures. Now we can go eat some cake. Yes. Yes. Cake is great. Yes, let's get some. What were you saying about my song quality, Tanner? I hope it's okay. 
Oh, because you don't assume that my sound quality. You have okay. cake on your nose. Oh my gosh! You know. Hi everyone. This is Tanner. Tanner's a friend of mine. <laughs> wow. And it's very aggressive. It's so aggressive. Tanner. Tanner is one of the people, one of the best people, honestly, in Atlanta to get into an argument with, because he, especially if it's about soccer, because he will specifically make you certifiably insane because he will fight until you have given up. Am I accurate? Are you saying we've had these arguments before? I'm saying we've had these arguments before. Are you saying we'll probably have one of these at some point in time in the next, like, day or two? Probably. Most, Most likely. likely. Yes. Yes. Everyone, this is Tanner McLeod. He does Atlanta United Fan TV and the fan cams and has also done the Five Stripe Fives. He is incredibly large pool of knowledge about soccer and we have gotten into many discussions about soccer tactics and how he should really stop trying to make me feel completely incapable of understanding I do not them. try making I do not try making you feel incapable in any way shape and form also it would be unjust of us not to shout ourselves out because we're also partners at Foral Sports we are which absolutely. if you haven't seen this is the US Open Cup go on YouTube search Foral Sports this is the US Open Cup watch that not about that the point is is that we actually recorded part of that here at Hudson FC. We, we interviewed did. Felipe Cardenas of The Athletic here, and we would never have had that opportunity if it wasn't for a guy like Fran to open a place like this in the first place. It allowed basically this restaurant to become a home to filmmakers, sports lovers, podcasters. Anybody from any walks of life has allowed Hudson to be that haven and that home for anybody who needs it. Well, I mean, the incredible thing is, is how many places can you go to and the guy that runs it makes everyone feel like they're his best friend. I mean, the amount of hugs he's been giving out in the night to the people that mean something to him, you can't count. And he made everyone feel welcome. And like you said, that's so important for a place, especially when soccer is kind of niche. It's growing. Atlanta has made soccer massive in, Atlanta, in, in the city of Atlanta. But as a whole, it's still kind of one of those other sports that draws everyone together in a weird way. And that's what Hudson's been. I mean, we've all been here for watch parties. And just the camaraderie you feel, not just from the people here, but from the staff, from Fran, you can't speak highly enough about it. And it's sad to see this location close down, but I can't wait to see when that next location open, opens up and, and, you know, to experience the good times there as well. Absolutely. Hudson brings that X factor to Atlanta when it comes to soccer and soccer viewing. Um, we've, we've spoke numerous times of what Atlanta is going to, to miss not having this place available, but let's talk about the joy that we had while we were here. What was one of your favorite moments in Hudson? Probably a little while. It was this season when Atlanta was playing Orlando City away, and there was a whole bunch of people here. Kevin Egan was here. It was actually the day we interviewed Felipe Cardenas. Um, he was here. Felipe was here watching the game with all those people, and when Joseph scored that goal and everyone lost their mind, it was just fantastic. It was the atmosphere in was a real it was a real pub atmosphere it was fantastic it's everything you could have ever wanted and i mean it, it's it's a memory that will definitely stick with me for sure it's one of those fascinating things as you say it it reminds me that not only do we talk about the supporters right we talk about the fans that come here uh, from all walks of life they join together and they watch their favorite game their favorite sport here at Hudson but it also is a place for you to meet people like Felipe, for you to meet people like Kevin Egan, Jason Longshore. Like it, it's a full place for you to be able to come and sit amongst a bunch of people and talk soccer. And you don't really get that at a lot of places in Atlanta and that's gonna be truly missed when this place closes down. Well, it doesn't have like some, some bars because they're chains, they'll have like a kind of a corporate feel to it. 
because of this space, it's tight, it's small, it's compact, everyone's close to each other. You have, to, you, you have no choice but to talk to other people and meet other people. And again, everyone's been brought here together because of our love for the beautiful game, because of our love for soccer. But also, again, you wouldn't have been able to have that if the, the place itself wasn't homely. And that's what this place has been for so many people, whether you're watching away games or whether you're watching the home matches from here. It's been a home place for so many people to come to. And, and it's just provided soccer fans in Atlanta a real true pub to come and watch soccer and meet people. And, and again, it's just sad that this is the last day of this location. But as Fran said in his speech, you know, this isn't the end of that. There will be another one. And again, I'm excited and can't wait to see when that one opens. So in that note, um, I've asked a lot of people if they want to have any uh, words of wisdom, tidbits of knowledge, kind words to Fran as this chapter closes and, and the, the next one will open. I mean, what I would say more than anything else is keep doing what he's doing. Just because this location didn't work out doesn't mean that the concept isn't true. The concept's incredible. Look at the people that have turned out tonight just to come see this. Atlanta needs a place like Hudson FC. And I know that he will find a new place to put it. And I know that when he makes it, people will come. I know I'll come. And just to tell him to just keep working, never give up, always keep going for it. Like you would in soccer. You never give up until that final whistle goes. And I don't think the final whistle sounded at all in Hudson FC. Absolutely. All right, Tanner, where can they find you? Always concise, always direct. Where can they find you? So if you want to get your Atlanta United Phil, Atlanta United Fan CV, I do five strike weekly. Hold on, time out. We might have to mention for anybody that doesn't like Manchester United, you are also a diehard Man U fan. So I, I am a United I am a Manchester United supporter. If you go on my Twitter, which is at Tanner W. McLeod, you will see me complaining mostly about soccer and Manchester United, Atlanta United, amongst other things. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tanner W. McLeod. And then Atlanta Fan TV as well for our podcast and everything insightful for Atlanta United, but also Floral Sports, which we're continuing to grow and hopefully we'll have some more cool projects coming out in the future as well. Awesome. Thank you for uh, coming on, being concise, direct, and I look forward to arguing with you later. Of course. The man, the Hello. myth, the legend. Hi. Fran. Hi. I have to say, first and foremost, that I wanted to start this off with telling you my favorite memory from this place. Outside of the many that I have had here, as you know for as many times mm -hmm. as I have been mm -hmm. here, my favorite memory is when we were playing against New York Red Bulls, <laughs> and it was the Eastern Conference final, mm -hmm. Yeah. and I was sitting on top <laughs> of one of the booths, the almost two uh, studio. That's absolutely right. I was sitting on top of the booth at the studio, and I myself was a full champagne bottle in, if not more. And we won, and I popped open another bottle, and I cheers to you, and I cheers to our entire team and our entire family, and I felt like I had just won and I was sitting on the top of the world at home. And it will forever be charred in my memory as one of, one of the best nights I've had in my life. So thank you for that. You're welcome. This You're welcome. place has given a lot of people those memories. You've, everybody I've talked to, by the way, has said that this place is home. So that is 100% credit to you and the loving, kind, warm energy you give to everyone who walks inside this building so thank you thank you that's i mean 
that's what I've always tried to do. You know, it's 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 real. It's it's not difficult. You know, it's make people feel like they're walking into your home. That's that's it. If you do that, the rest of it's going to take care of itself. And I've had the pleasure of meeting so many people, so many wonderful people in this place. And that night specifically, that Eastern Conference Finals, that's top five. That is yeah. that is top five on my list. I mean, World Cups and you know the Cup Finals and all of that, but. That was amazing. That was amazing. So let's talk and let's start from the very beginning from when people first meet you because I want to paint a picture from anybody that hasn't had the joy and the pleasure of meeting you. You are five, are you six foot or are you five? Five, six, five, five seven. Five, six, five, yeah, okay. So you're a wonderful man who has this big, bushy, black gray beard which at its tipping point by the chin comes into this beautiful ponytail for your beard. Where did you decide to, to make this a thing? I, you know, I don't even know. It was, it was years back and I said I wanted to do a handlebar mustache and everything just kind of evolved from there. It's bushy right now. Larry. Yeah, and so it just kind of evolved from there. I don't know. It just took on a life of its own. So It's beautiful. It's a statement piece, honestly. Yes. It's a work yes. of art and fashion. Yes. Um, so when they come in, they meet you. They get either a, a high hello, a warm hello, or a, a gorgeous, beautiful, unrepeatable um, hug from anybody else. Hey, you, your hugs are distinct, and they're unique, and there are no hugs like them in the world. Where did you learn your technique of the hug? I, I, it's just the way I grew up. I mean, that was, we always joked, I grew up in an Italian family. If you wanted to leave a family gathering because you had to be somewhere, you needed to leave half an hour before you needed to be there because it was going to take you that long to say goodbye, goodbye to, to everybody, everybody. <laughs> and hug everybody on the way out the door. We, my wife and I finally got to the point where we would wait for everybody else to leave because that way we didn't have to say goodbye to everybody. It was already done and we could just go. It's just, that's just the way I've always been. So Hudson FC. Yes. Where did the idea of this place come from? Honestly, that came from, that came from Metrotainment Corporate. They wanted to put this together. They started talking about it probably two years, probably about 2015, 16, something like that. Um, trying to, we were hoping to be open, opening day for United. We ended up opening in the middle of the season and it just, you know, just grew it from there. So a lot of people have been talking about what this community gets from Hudson. The, the warmth of feeling, the, the idea and the notion that anybody, no matter who they support, who they love, who they fight for, can come here and feel like they're welcome and they're on a even playing with everybody else. And that's that's been that's been the biggest thing for me is you know the the Champions League's matches where you've got half Liverpool, half Tottenham fans. Those are great, but more importantly for me is 
the three Millonarios fans that show up because they know that I can find their matches. Right, it'll or be the, on. Or the 40 River Plate fans that are going to be crushed when they can't come and watch the Copa on Tuesday. But there's, yes. you know, it, it, that's what's important to me. When somebody comes up and says, hey, can you find the, you know, Marseille is playing a friendly against somebody and I can find it for them and put right. it on. The Hungarian national team is, right. yes, right. Yeah, that's that's what's been amazing to me. So I would be uh, a fool without bringing up this topic because it is part of who you are. Food. Yes. Um, my favorite, as I, as I have talked to many people, and I'll, I've also heard that this is their favorite, but the spaghetti grilled cheese sandwich. Yep. Which... When I originally had it, I was like, what are you doing, you mad man? What the hell do you think you're doing? I tried it. I fell in love. I posted about it on Instagram. Other people will be like, what the hell is that? I have to try this. And what started as a special became a staple yep. of this place. Yep. Do you want to talk about your ideas and your creation of food specials and how that's sort of been... A signature of Hudson is just how out of the box everything is. Uh, you know, I've been I've been cooking all my life. Like I said, I grew up in an Italian family, so I've been cooking all my life. I've been working in restaurants for a better part of 35 years now. And when we started this project, they handed me a blank sheet of paper and said, "Okay." These are the areas that we want, and this is the feel that we want the menu to have. Go. And that was it. And then they just left it alone. And I had four or five months that that's all I did, was just focus on creating, crafting this menu. And, you know, I, I was just talking to some people two days ago that had never been in here before, and they said... This is not a sports bar menu. It's not. It absolutely is not. And I'm like, no. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. That's exactly what I tried to do. It's got a sports bar feel to it. It's based on a sports bar menu. But I had the liberty to take it and run with it. And so that's what I did. All right. So let me first start this question with asking you what your favorite thing that you've ever came up with was. And then I'll go into a question that I derived from talking with your wife. Okay. As, as, as <laughs> ominous as that sounds. Yes, it does so sound So let's dumb. talk about what your favorite creation, your sort of out of left field creation was. What's your favorite creation you've made? Oh, God. That's, that's it's a... It's like choosing your favorite child. I understand yeah, it's well, hard. Well, you know, it, it was funny because the, I, the, the quote I always go back to was somebody asked, um, um, oh, God. Dodgers manager, Tommy Lasorda, yeah. what his favorite Dodgers team was. And his response was, look at your right hand, which is your favorite finger. Because I can't, I, I, you know, the spaghetti grilled cheese, yeah, because it's just, you know, it just took on a life of its own. But there's a dozen different plates and dishes. and Not even plates and dishes, but side dishes as well. Your Brussels sprouts, I keep... I keep hammering you for how to do them, and you keep telling me, and then I keep messing them up on my own. It's, it's, 
you know, we we've talked about this. I've talked about this before, and this has been this has been what I've preached to all of the people that I've trained. It's a it's from six degrees of separation, where he's talking about, you know, he's talking to this elementary school art teacher, and you know, te telling him or telling her, I want you to teach me about art. Obviously, your students are so much better than anybody else's. And she said, no, I don't know how to teach art. I just know when to take their crayons away. And that's always been the way I approach food is do it, make it stand out, and then stop and walk away from it. Don't, don't try and do too much. Let, it, let the food speak for itself. That's why with the Brussels sprouts, everybody's amazed when I tell them I don't do anything to them. It's just, you know, a little salt and pepper and roast them off and fry them, and that's it and just let the flavor of the Brussels be themselves. I feel like that's also like Michelangelo telling people, just paint. It's, 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 a, it's a known concept, but I mean, some people just have a, a, a higher finesse to them, and, like and, you do. You know, and I know that it's different for me because I've been doing this for 30 years. That, you know, it's second nature to me. I don't think about it if, you know, Somebody else tried to explain to me how, you know, teach me how to play soccer. I'm tripping all over myself, you know. I can't, but it comes naturally to other people. This comes naturally to me, and it's just, you know, it just simplify it, make it that easy. All right, so the question I have that's derived from a conversation I have with your wife. Yes. What is dessert sushi? Because I... <laughs> I'm mad now that I've never heard of said dessert sushi, and she was explaining it to me, and my mouth started watering, and I got very hungry. So, back home, a local philanthropic group started doing a dessert competition, and they invited a bunch of chefs from local restaurants, and I'm not a pastry chef. I'm, you know, I dabble in it, but that's it. So I was like, okay, I want to do something different and so we just came up with this idea it was sweet rice it was a sweet jasmine rice with sliced fresh fruit over top um, we did some some rolls where we rolled them in dark chocolate to make it look like or shaved chocolate to make it look like nori um, I made a, a sweet it was a not soy but it was a like a hoisin base, but it was with um, it was with uh, it was a tea based okay. soy sauce, yeah. and then a wasabi lemon sorbet. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Say say that again, just because I I don't know if people will be listening to this and and have the same reaction I did, but a what? Wasabi lemon sorbet. What that could possibly taste like is. That, that, it just is intriguing. So you get the, the flavor of the wasabi. You get a little bit of the heat, but you don't get that spike in the back of your throat. You know, you don't get that. But you know it's wasabi. You can taste it. You can taste the heat. But the, the lemon and the sweetness just balances it perfectly. Are all of your food ideas from left field? Like, is that just where they all come from? What, how, how have, have you always been making food that's sort of just shocking to people in ways? Um, well, to, in all fairness, the wasabi lemon sorbet I stole from Morimoto's restaurant. <laughs> okay. 
We went to dinner there, and it was the first night that we had gone there after he opened his store in Philly. And they brought out, I was taking notes on everything because I had to. Of course. You know? And when it got to that course, the only note it just said, wasabi lemon sorbet, wow. And that was all it said. Yeah. And then I set out to try and make it on my own, and yeah. You know, the biggest form of flattery is from from copying, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why, you know, I get people all the time like, well, I'll understand if you don't want to, but I'd really like the recipe. For, I'd love to know how to make this. And I just go and print them up a recipe and walk them through it. Like, I don't I don't own any of that. Yeah. It's, it's you know, if you want to make it, go More ahead. Power to and you. if you have trouble with it, call me and I'll walk you through it. And we'll, you know, that's, it's food. It's, it's you know, in, in, in Italian families and, and, you walk in the door to my you you would walk into the door to my grandmother's house and she would hand you a cup of coffee sit down and put a plate in front of you yeah and that's that's, that's all there is to it that's just that's what we do so can I say to you as I know that you've got many people you talk to at least four people have come up trying to talk to you during this interview and I've shoved them away you are so kind and generous with your space and with your talents and that very much like your grandmother's house this feels like a place you can come home to, and you'll sit a plate of food, a plate, a plate of food in front of us, and and we just know that whatever we're gonna get is gonna be delicious, and that we will be taken care of. And I know that Hudson means a, a great deal to you, so I've asked this question to a lot of people, and 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 hopefully when you listen to this, you'll ha- have a lot of wonderful feeling and, and laminations towards it, but. As this chapter for, for Hudson is closing in this location, yep. what do you look for towards the future with your new location, which I know you will get. It's, it's, you're, I know you'll get it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's bound to happen just when and where. When, when and where, and I, I want to file away a lot of things from the past, you know, Two years, two and a half years. There's a there's a, a lot of things that we can do better. There's a lot of things that I'd like to do differently. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of things that we got right. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, when we open the new space, whenever that is, wherever that is, I just want to take this and expand it and tweak it a little bit and, you know, make it that much better. Is there any thing you want to say to everybody listening to this that wasn't able to make it out tonight, that wasn't able to see your thanks uh, above cake, like what would you like to say to everybody that has walked through the doors of Hudson and that will walk through the doors of Hudson? Uh, The same thing I said before, thank you. I mean, this, everybody that's been a part of this has been a part of this family, whether it's coming out for a match coming out to record, coming out to, you know, whatever it's been, thank you for being a part of this because we couldn't do it without you. And like I said, this is this is not goodbye. This is closing one door and opening another one. Thank you again, Fran, for your beautiful mustache. Thank you. Your wonderful heart. And thank you for... And your delicious food. 
and thank you for all of your support. I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing my new studio. Yes. I expect mini lights. Yes. And, and a bunch of champagne. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Cheers, Ryan. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't continuously talk your ear off. And I hope that you found the interviews enjoyable and informative. And it gave you a nice, warm, and fuzzy feeling of what Hudson FC was and what it will be when it opens its doors again. I can't tell you when the next one of these is going to be. I'm just petrified I'm doing this right now. I hope, and to be in full honesty, I hope... <laughs> to do a wrap-up of Atlanta United season and a preview into 2020. But as you could possibly tell with a bunch of interviews I had here, I'm not really sure what I'm doing by myself, nor am I sure what this show is even called. But I guess if you like it, let me know. And you know what? If you don't like it, you can let me know. I can take a hit. Honestly, criticism is the only way to move forward. And, you know, nice comments also is the only way to move forward. Just give them all to me. I just want to hear what people have to say. But regardless, hope you have a good day. And I hope that this just spread a little bit more joy and a little bit more soccer love in your life. Signing out like this because I have absolutely no other way to know how to do this. This has been Kelly Francis. Okay, bye.